Um, yeah, ready? All right. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So just talk again for your levels just because... I'm talking. No, you're coming in just fine, so... Okay, cool. Yeah, all right. My voice sounds normal. No, your voice... I think your voice... You just sound like you're talking through, uh, like, a... Okay, sounds good. <laughs> uh, beginning in five, four, three, two. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Top Five Report, the show that knows if you notice any plot holes, a wizard must have done it. My name is Drew. Um, I'll be your host for the evening. Along with me, as always, is my brother Peter. Howdy. And uh, Peter's voice, if it sounds weird at all, it's because he's Skyping it in because uh, we had a <laughs> scheduling snafu. <laughs> so um, Peter uh, couldn't make it out tonight, so we're going to do Skype. And it's actually going to probably be the norm for a little while because my work schedule is going to throw me a curveball and I'm going to be working different hours. So um, we're going to have to do this for a little while, so please bear with us on the um, on the idea we'll, we'll, that... We'll get it perfected as we go. Um, yeah. I almost want you to like tell people I'm just calling in from the international space station or something to just make it sound a little more epic <laughs> but, um you know what i that actually sounds way better um <laughs> so maybe we can do that from now on yeah we'll we'll figure something out not that you, yeah. you just ruined the joke that could have been an offline conversation and now we'll, everyone's we'll gonna come up with something else i was kidnapped and i'm Skyping in from some cell that i'm being held in yeah absolutely <laughs> we, can, we can start some like release peter kickstarter or something like that absolutely um well let's um let's see where this <laughs> this week takes us um what are you uh you watching anything you reading anything uh yeah so um last weekend i actually went to the movies for the first time in a long time and uh we went to see knives out oh um, that i have not seen that yet and i'm very jealous yeah it's um it's really good i've uh I, I don't know what it is, but, like, through the years, I think I've, like, maybe it's just, like, I'm older now, and I'm not as drawn to just, like, straight-up action movies, and I just like the sort of, like, really detailed, intricate, like, sort of mystery stuff, but, like, this movie, I thought, was just kind of, like, perfect for, like, I guess kind of a more of a mystery mood that I've been in lately, but um, it's, it's pretty good. Like, it's... Um, I don't want to say it's your typical, like, clue sort of murder mystery, because it's a, a lot of it is, ha is uh, I don't know how I want to say it. They kind of make you believe you have everything figured out for a long period of time, and then by the time the end comes, it comes there's, like, something totally, like, there's a lot of twists, I guess. I don't want to spoil too much, but, um, yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, one of the really interesting parts of this movie that I found was... Uh, this is a Ryan Johnson movie, and I feel like you can really... So watching this movie and seeing Last Jedi, I think I'm starting to get a handle on Ryan Johnson's sense of humor. Because I know there's parts in The Last Jedi that like really pissed people off. Like um, One of the big parts that I actually thought was really funny was uh, when Luke throws his, uh, his old lightsaber over the edge of a cliff on Ock 2. Yeah. Um, and there's like, there's parts of this movie that kind of remind me of that. And I'm not going to say what any of them are because things would be spoiled, but there's like things where it's like, it's handled in that same tone. And like, they, I don't know, there's just events of the movie that happened where I was like, that's like the same as Luke throwing his lightsaber. <laughs> and like, that's awesome. And I guess it's just a Ryan Johnson thing. And you're, it's one of those things you're either on board with or you're not, but it's kind of, uh. I kind of can appreciate that level of um, making something that's super serious, but also like having the ability to take a step back and not make it like super serious at the same time. And I don't know how to word that in any other any better way, but yeah. Um, All right. I don't know. I, I look forward to you seeing this movie because I want to talk more about it. It's just kind of hard to really say much right. without UFC seeing it. I was, seen it. I was making a point to see that movie when it came out. Like, I was planning on going to the theater. It came out Thanksgiving weekend, and then my schedule just, with family nonsense and everything, just kind of exploded. Yeah. And then I was like, wow, I don't have time to go see this movie, so this is kind of depressing. So. <laughs> yeah. I will say the one thing that, uh, my, like, only criticism of the movie, and it's not even really a criticism, is there's something about a movie like this where the cast is so star-studded that... I, 
I had a little bit of trouble at the beginning of seeing any of the characters as anyone besides the people playing them. So, like, oh. like Chris Evans in, is in the movie, and I just saw him as Chris Evans at first. And, uh, you know, there's, you know, like, uh, Daniel Craig's in the movie, and it's the same situation with him. And it, I think it's just there's so many big stars in this movie. It's just like, oh, so this is what so-and-so is going to do this, but I'm thinking of so-and-so as the movie star as opposed to the character. And that's kind of just... Right. I don't think that's the movie's fault. It's just kind of the culture of Hollywood and movie stars in general that kind of causes that to happen, if that makes sense. But, yeah, uh, it, it happens in general all the time with the idea that, like, it, eventually actors just get too big and you're just like, and that, like, for example, like, Michael B. Jordan. Like, I'm starting to only see Michael B. Jordan, and that's part of my problem with every time they want to throw <laughs> his name out for a casting role, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, otherwise, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I think it's really good. Um, I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, and then other than that, I also watched, uh, Six Underground. Do you know this movie? Uh, this is on my, uh, short list of things to watch. I'm actually, like, um, I didn't know about it until, uh, Ryan Reynolds was on Fallon earlier this week. So I was like, yeah. and now I'm suddenly like, oh, I can't wait to see this movie, so. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just waiting for you on Netflix, so, uh, yep. if anybody doesn't know, this is the Ryan Reynolds starring Netflix movie that was directed by Michael Bay, um. This movie is crazy. It's huge. It's a huge budget. It's crazy action set pieces. Um, when I think about Michael Bay movies, I think, and I mean this in the most endearing way possible, I kind of think of them as like big budget live action uh, '90s image comic books, <laughs> where it's just like a lot of like crazy action, a lot of crazy violence, explosions. It's bombastic. It doesn't always make sense. It's not necessarily the smartest movies ever, but they usually look really cool and they're really fun. And that's kind of the best thing I can say about this movie. Like there's some action sequences in it that I just love. Like the, the very first kind of like action set piece they have is like insane. And it's just kind of this thing where it's kind of like, I, I don't know. I just kept like going while watching it. I kept going back to that image comic sort of like it almost reminds me of like it would be like young blood or something like that, where it's just like you have this crazy like team of like special specialist soldiers that are going off to do this crazy stuff. And it's kind of like it's just a really good action flick, I guess, where it's like I think there's parts of the plot that don't necessarily make sense and are kind of ridiculous, but I, but I really didn't care because of how cool it was. Um, the biggest surprise with this movie, though, is uh, it's super violent. Like, I'll, I'll warn you, like, I don't know if there's that much that's that bad in it for, like, if a younger kid was to see it or something, but it's, like, except for the overtop violence, I guess, because it's just left and right, there's people getting, like stabbed shot decapitated like blood flying everywhere so just i guess a little bit of a warning with this one so right all right yeah um but that's about it for me as far as watching all right well um i finished uh the marvelous miss Maisel, uh season three season three season four nice what season whatever the current season is i finished it um i think it's i want to say it's three um it was absolutely <laughs> so this, this this one this uh watching uh <laughs> this piece of what are you watching isn't about killing people, correct? <laughs> no, not at all. This As was opposed to everything I was just talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, this I've I've talked at Marvelous Ms. Maisel before. It yeah. is such no, a no, I know. dude, it is such a wonderful show. And the season delivered just the way it needed to deliver. And it really like like Rachel Brosnahan, uh, who plays Miss Maisel on the show, she's so good that like and, and I and I am concerned that if I see her in anything else, I might only see her as Miss Basil. Um, okay. But I, she's just absolutely phenomenal, and the amount of dialogue—I don't know what she—I don't know if she talks fast as a normal person or if it's the character that she's created. But the amount of dialogue she can get through in certain segments of the show, like it's so fast and it's so witty, and it's like—I wonder—I wonder if the script is like that or some of some some of those fast paced dialogue things that she's got to do are ad-libbed but yeah. it's just the show is just amazing uh tony shalob is just again phenomenal in this season um 
yeah, there wasn't, once again, to me, it's like a perfect show. And it and since Game of Thrones is no longer with us right now, Marvelous Miss Maisel, in my opinion, is the best show on television. Um, it's just nice. so, and I know that that's overhyping it for you, like you said last week, but it's just, it's so good. Um, <laughs> right. Um, I, uh, I started reading, um, the Dragonlance novels, um, or at least, or at least the first one. I've never read them, but, uh, someone, a friend of mine told me to check them out. They're from a long time ago. Those are old books. Um, so, uh, I just, uh, um, I just figured I'd take a peek and try it out. I'm only, I'm a little ways in, but I'm enjoying what I'm reading so far. So we'll see. Is, is this, um. So Dragonlance, that's like a massive series, right? Of like unconnected stories almost. So there's, there's certain like series within it. I know that I think there's series within it and it's like yeah. in unconnected like side stories and stuff. But there are a core three novels. So technically okay. I could read the three novels and call it a day if I really wanted to. But um, I'm reading the first one in the uh, story and I figured I'd start there and that's the best place to start. And so far it seemed it's fun so okay nice i've always been aware of these i've never read any of them but uh i've kind of heard like maybe it's like there's the three novels that are highly recommended and then the other ones are kind of there if you want to go into them um is dragonlance and i might be thinking of something else but is it uh connected to dungeons and dragons somehow it is actually and then if you look in the dungeons and dragons rule books (sighs) If you look in the rule books for D&D, you'll see that they actually have Dragonlance adaptations in the back to the book of the books if you wanted yeah. to focus on certain character classes from those stories and that kind of thing. Okay, so, well, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Someone told me to read them, and I was like, I've never read them, so I thought I'd give it a shot because I don't have anything to read right now. Actually, I have a yeah. mountain of comic books to read right now, but <laughs> I've – and not that I don't want to read comics, but I've just been like – I read a – I read a lot of comics for a while, and then I was like, I need a breather. So I just read a couple novel novels, and then I'll go back into a comic book stint in a little while. But I'm very, like, nice. because Star Wars, because of Star Wars right now with The Mandalorian and The Rise of Skywalker and all that stuff, I've been on this, like, big Star Wars kick. Okay, uh, nice. Because, like, I'm playing Fallen Order on my Xbox, and uh, I'm in Battlefront 2 just released all the Rise of Skywalker um, content, and so... I'm in a just a big Star Wars mood, so that's why I haven't been reading a lot of comics at the moment. I've just been it's been all focused on that. Okay, um, cool. I um I feel like so typically I'll see a Star Wars movie, and then for I feel like a couple months afterwards I'll be obsessed with anything related to Star Wars or just space in general, I guess. But I don't know this time because uh, the Rise of Skywalker comes out, and then right afterwards The Witcher is released and i'm like i feel like i'm just gonna be brought back into like more of a fantasy mood right away so we'll see what happens you know i was gonna bring up the witcher because um so so at the time of this recording it's december 17th and uh so we're recording this early obviously but that's just because of how our release schedule works so um, this is going to release on uh the monday before new year's eve so you guys have something for your new year's eve uh travels and stuff um the uh the reason i bring this up is because we have not seen rise of skywalker yet we're just pumped for the movie but the the big thing about rise of skywalker coming out is it releases on friday december 20th um and or thursday night if you were able to get tickets to the shows on the 19th but the other thing about that is that the mandalorian normally releases on the friday Disney has moved the Mandalorian's release for this week for Wednesday the 18th. Oh, cool. I didn't even know that. Because they don't want people staying home to watch the Mandalorian. They want them going out and watching <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. Okay, yeah. Uh, which makes complete sense. So they moved. Uh, so Mandalorian gets an early release so everyone can go see Rise of Skywalker, um, which I thought was kind of cool because Mandalorian has, uh, I think there's like one more episode. So it's got this week's episode and then the following week is the finale. So, um, I didn't know it was that short, but, um, yeah, they had like one more episode. Like I counted it out and thought it was going to end right before rise of Skywalker came out. And then I was one week off. So, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, that makes me really curious where this series is headed to, because like, that's my one thing with the Mandalorian so far is like, 
I feel like it's been a little too episodic in the sense of like each episode has like kind of a conflict and a resolution, but I don't know really what the main conflict over the whole story arc is, if that makes sense. No, and besides that... obviously there's something something's gonna happen with the child, but we still just don't really know yet, you know what I mean? Your your statement makes a lot of sense and I was kinda of looking at it going I was kinda of comparing I was kind of comparing Mandalorian in my mind to the Clone Wars only because the first season of the Clone Wars, they really, it was a very episodic series and they had to find their legs. And once the show figured out what the, it was kind of like once the show figured out what it was, that's when you started getting the big double episode story arcs and the longer episodes and that kind of thing. And then with the Mandalorian, I feel like they're kind of doing the same thing. But you also have to remember Dave Filoni is involved with the Mandalorian. So he um, he probably has a little bit of say in that in terms of let's focus on doing this kind of thing. So Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't have too much else to say about it. I just kind of like want to know where the show is like going you know right and i agree and i do agree that there's a little bit of overarching but i'm also enjoying the slow build to whatever it is and i'm just enjoying being in the world so um i just yeah. wish the episodes were longer to be completely honest so i guess my issue is like this last episode like i really really enjoyed like almost entirely um the only thing i kind of struggled with is i don't know why you'd have a mechanism inside of a jail cell that would allow you to get out of it but that's <laughs> kind of like just uh that's kind of like a small detail but um my problem with the the only problem i had with the episode was i don't uh i guess like i was just thinking like you could completely delete that episode from everything else that just happened and it probably wouldn't make a difference you know what i mean and that's yeah. kind of where my frustration's coming from yeah no i hear you yeah um well, uh, the other thing I was going to mention that like, we're kind of like all over the place right now, but no, the, only, yeah, the only other thing <laughs> before that. we, no, you're fine. Before we move into like uh-huh. doing news and stuff, the only other thing that I did, um, aside from the watching and reading category is I got together with some friends last weekend and we played some Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, fun. Um, and it was awesome. Um, I actually got to do some, uh, it was basically, uh, I DM'd. So for, if you don't know what that means, I was the dungeon master for the game. I ran it and then... Uh, everybody but one player was new, so no one knew what they were doing really. Um, cool. And it was, and I like playing with new people because, yeah, you're starting at lower levels when you play that game, but at new players think differently than seasoned players, and they don't yeah. really know what's going on, so they're kind of at the seat of their pants making decisions, and it makes it more fun, I think, because they don't know what they're doing. Um, so you kind of get to explain the rules along as you go and they're just like, okay, well now you got to do it this way. And because of this and they get all excited when like things, certain things happen. So yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I remember, um, the first time I ever played D and D it was with a group of mostly new people as well. And, uh, I remember we encountered this, uh, I don't remember if it was a wizard or a dragon or it was some like really really powerful character that there was it was like one of those characters that like if our whole team was fighting him for an hour and we rolled nothing but uh critical hits we might have defeated him <laughs> but it was basically a superpower character that was set up for us not to fight and si- but since we were all new we are we're all like gung-ho to like fight this character to death. <laughs> and like our dm actually had to convince us like no you guys are supposed to actually turn around and go home at this part <laughs> and it was really funny but i think that sort of uh naive naivety as well as just like gung-ho-ness of like a new new player is pretty um i do appreciate that a lot as well right right well, um, it was a lot of fun, and it and I think they liked it enough to wanted to do it again. So I'm kind of keeping track of where the story left off, so I can like create it like an episode. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, if they so let's say for example, I have a new player next week or next time. They don't. It wasn't with us the first time around. I want to make it so they didn't feel like they missed out on the previous adventure, kind of thing. So like, make it. Yeah very uh i guess the way star wars episode four <sighs> opened if that makes yeah. sense no yeah i i think that makes sense i think um i've played D 2 with a lot of like guest players and it seems pretty easy for <laughs> D 
DMs to kind of bring them in and out of adventures. Like, <laughs> you, your players randomly rescue so-and-so who's just playing us with us for this week, or, you know, however it works out. But, yeah. Yeah, that sounds really fun. Yeah, all right. Well, do you want to talk some news? Sounds good. All right, so first off, we have... Um, uh, Kevin Feige was talking about some Marvel stuff, and he had an interesting quote. I don't know if it really, honestly, I don't know if it really matters because I think we all know it's coming. But um, he mentioned that the next Marvel team-up movie is well underway, uh, despite no confirmation which heroes may appear. Um, okay. I think we all knew a team-up movie was coming, and they have to, and they, and like, if you look at the Marvel method, it kind of creates this. Uh, Here's your team movie. Here's a bunch of individuals that lead to the next team movie. It's kind of like your team movie is like your annual if you look at comic books. Um, so I don't know if that means Young Avengers, Dark Avengers, who knows. You know what I mean? So. Okay. Is oh. the uh, is the Eternal considered a or the Eternals is that considered well, a team? movie, Technically, though? it's a team movie, but it's not like a it's not like a crossover. Is that a crossover? It, I would count Avengers as like the big team crossover yeah. kind of movie. Okay. And because uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is a team movie, um, yeah. But it's not like the t- it's not a team up movie. <laughs> I guess I'm more saying like uh, Kevin Feige didn't really specify in that quote where he no. says like it's well underway, and I'm over here going, yeah, it is. Well, <laughs> well, no, because the, the, the story reads team up movie up okay. being the key word in that sentence, I think. So, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, so did you see and this I thought was really interesting. So you like Looney Tunes, right? Oh, of course. Who OK, doesn't? well, Looney Tunes um, has a character called Wiley Coyote. Honestly, he's mm-hmm. probably probably if I think if I as an a he wasn't growing up, but now as a, an adult, I think he's my favorite character from Looney Tunes. And when Looney Tunes is on, I don't think they do enough Wile E. Coyote Roadrunner cartoons. There's not enough of them sprinkled throughout. Yeah. Um, so, well, apparently there is a live-action, animated, hybrid Wile E. Coyote film coming. Okay, interesting. Um, <laughs> That um that got my attention right away just because I l- always liked the character so I'm curious I'm really curious there's no information other than the fact that it's coming so I kind of think of it like uh, unfortunately like a Sonic the Hedgehog kind of a thing <laughs> yeah exactly um, but so we'll see how that goes I just thought it was interesting that we're getting it yeah I that is very crazy it'll be interesting to see is this going to be another Sonic esque movie um, well they might have to, unless they have to do a whole uh. Uh, redesign of the character last minute <laughs> i was gonna say with like what things i keep hearing about the sonic movie um i kind of wonder like why anybody would want to trace in those footsteps but we'll see what happens um well, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with hybrid films because it worked with roger rabbit and it, you know worked with like mary poppins and certain movies it works really well with um and i mean sonic i don't know how you do it any other way unless you did the whole thing cgi but i don't think I don't think anyone wanted to do a Sonic movie CGI, so. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I don't At know least if, uh, the way I, the studio, like, we might want it as fans, but I don't think anyone in Hollywood was thinking, let's do it that way, so. But I, I feel like thinking about it, if they did a fully CGI Sonic movie that all took place in this crazy, like, cartoon Sonic world, I feel like it might have got a lot less criticism when they released the first trailer, you know? Right. And I know there's like a lot of guys in suits in Hollywood who don't necessarily think the same way as us, as you were just saying, but you know, maybe they need to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. So we'll move on a bit. Um, okay. Star Wars, uh, as of the recording of this show, at the recording of the show, Rise of Skywalker has not come out yet. <sighs> By the time the show is released, we have seen Rise of Skywalker and we probably loved it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we've probably seen it multiple times at that point. We'll see what happens. Um, but this is interesting, Peter, and I really wanted to get your opinion on this because I'm, I've am i been really debating how I feel about this. It looks like the Star Wars movies going forward. So they're advertising that Rise of Skywalker is the end of the Skywalker saga, the last one. It's the last Star Wars. Anyone who thinks this is the last Star Wars really isn't paying attention because Star Wars is going to be forever, and they're never going to stop making Star Wars movies. Um, and this is just the last of the Skywalker story. Um, but 
it looks like they're going to move away from trilogies as they go forward. Now, we have a couple years break between The Rise of Skywalker and whatever they're doing next, but there's a quote from Kathleen Kennedy uh, that dropped recently. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy, CEO of Lucasfilm, she says, I think moving beyond trilogies gives us a more open-ended view of storytelling and doesn't lock us into a three-act structure. We're not going to have some finite number and fit it into a box. We're really going to let the story dictate that. Um, how do you? Th what do you think about that? Um, I mean, I think what she's saying is true. Like, it does give them a lot of freedom um, if they are going to. Uh, I, I it it reminds me a lot of the like kind of what DC's doing, where it's like they seem to not have a so like the DC movies doesn't seem to have like this big crazy overarching plot that's. Uh, separated into phases like the marvel movies it seems like they're approaching each movie one at a time and that does give them a lot of freedom and i feel like star wars it sounds like they're they're approaching star wars with a similar approach where they don't have to worry about this big overarching storyline and they can kind of just make movies one at a time and kind of focus on the quality of each one um and if it brings us a lot of good films, like, I think I'm on board for it. But at the same time, to me, like, Star Wars is almost entirely made up of trilogies. Um, when I hear the word trilogy, I think Star Wars is the first place my mind goes. Um, I feel like... I don't, way, I, don't think, I don't think Star Wars is the first trilogy, but no, I, 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 but I, I think, think Star Wars is the first trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fair you know what I mean? I you're gonna argue against me, but I, I just feel like I get what they're saying, and it's true that they might, ha it might be easier for them to make films like that. But then at the same time, I'm like, it almost seems like it's Disney's duty to make trilogies as far as Star Wars goes. Um, what are your thoughts on it? You said I, you kind of, it kind of bugs you, or it's bugging me because I don't. What I fear is that they'll get away from. So if you look at the prequel trilogy, the, the original trilogy, and then the sequel trilogy in chronological order, you have a three-act you have three three-act structures that tell specific stories at certain eras of the universe. And then you have Rogue One, which kind of slots ne neatly in place, along with Han Solo, which slots neatly in place. And if we say The Mandalorian is a movie, that fits right where it should. The thing I'm looking at is that I feel that the trilogy model that Star Wars follows creates a cohesive story where if you do these side films, they, they will ni nicely fit in place, but we want that... Sh I don't want it to get away from a shared universe. Yeah. Wh whatever they're doing, even if you, do a, if you do a standalone film, great, do a standalone film. I have no problem with that because I liked the last standalone films. What I want is it has to fit into the world we know. Don't go and do something completely different and off the wall. Fit into the universe we're aware of. Um, don't try and don't reinvent the wheel. And that's what my I guess that's what my concern is. Yeah. Um, I I just don't want Kathleen Kennedy to change everything we've ever known and love and Star Wars. Like I don't want this to be the end of Star Wars because. Rise of Skywalker, they they advertise it at the end of Star Wars, and then suddenly it's because it literally is the end of Star Wars because everything with the Star Wars name on it is not going to be Star Wars going forward. Yeah. If that makes sense. I mean, it, it is legitimate worries. I think there's a lot of, uh, like, they advertise The Last Jedi as the end of Star Wars because that's kind of what will sell tickets, and then, you know, two years from now, hey, guys, guess, guess what? It wasn't really the end of Star Wars. Um, but well, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying, like... Avengers Endgame, it's the end, but we all know it's not the end. You know, it's yeah. the end of Star Wars. It's not everything I feel, I feel like everything this year was advertised as the end of something. Yeah. It's all the end, it's the end, it's the end. And honestly, it's the end of a decade. So, <laughs> you know, we're moving into 2020 and um, so it's the end of the teens. So I guess, sure, why not? But it's not the end. So how about that? Did, did Kathleen Kennedy say this was like definitively their not going to do trilogies or did she just say like this might be how they're approaching the next movies or let me the wording of the quote 
specifically says, I think moving beyond trilogies gives us a more open-ended view of storytelling. Right, okay. And it, and it doesn't lock us into a three-act structure. Yeah, I think it's... Uh... It's obviously they're just they need they feel they need to reassess where they are with Star Wars and they need to. It does sound like there might be a time like a period of time where it's just single movies or kind of unrelated Star Wars series. But I mean, maybe after a while they will more move to more towards trilogies again. I think it's just they just kind of did this new sequel trilogy and I feel like they kind of banked everything on it and uh with how like divisive the these sequel movies have been like maybe they just need to they feel they need to reassess where they're going um yeah i mean maybe well they've already said they need to reassess where they're going um (laughs) right um i I don't know i'm kind of just gonna wait to see what happens with this one but i mean i agree with you like i want star wars to be in a trilogy format but i also just want them to focus on give us giving us the best movies they can yeah, me too. Um, I actually, I just want everyone to focus on giving us the best movies that they can. Um, yeah. So we'll put it that way. Um, all right, I got one more piece of news, and then we can do your list tonight. Sounds good. Um, so uh, the Top Gun trailer, did you see it? No, I haven't seen it yet. Did I you... actually didn't even realize this came out. Yeah, so the Top Gun trailer, this is basically the story trailer. Because the first one, it, it really made me wonder where they were going, and it... Didn't and it looked like Maverick was really down on his luck and like not in a good place. <laughs> um, but it still looked super exciting, and I was like, I have to see this movie, and I can't wait. This trailer makes it look more like the Top Gun that we expect, and holy crap, does it look incredible! Um, and it's great because he he's clearly so. If you watch the original Top Gun, he becomes an instructor at the end, or he that's what his request is. He wants to be an instructor. And it's very clear in this trailer that he's no longer an instructor, and he's being asked back to instruct. Um, and it, there's a great little bit in the trailer about that, um, which made me laugh a little bit. But then it was really cool, and this is kind of a spoiler thing for the trailer, but it's really cool this bit where he's like, "All right, so lesson number one, we're gonna we're gonna discuss dogfighting," and the one kid pilot's like, "Oh yeah, two planes against one. Let's see how that goes." And then you see this crazy maneuver that he does, and they're freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and they're like, "Oh my god," you know. So, it's very clear that Tom uh, Maverick still is the best. Uh, nice. And I just, I, it made me so excited to see it. But it's everything you wanted, just because like some of those scenes, some of those scenes in that teaser trailer were kind of opened up a little bit more. Um, that teaser trailer had some weird spots where things were just moving so fast, like it was glimpses of stuff so quickly you couldn't really see anything. So now yeah. it was like they opened up those sequences, so you got a little bit better of a look at what is going on. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so I suggest watching it. It was great. Um, it's one of those yeah. things, like, I don't know if, um, like, I feel like I'm going to see this movie anyways, and I know, like, I saw the teaser trailer, and I think that did give me a kind of a good feel of what to expect a little bit, but then I also don't know, like, how much, how many story plotline details do I really want to know when I go in? Like, I, I don't know, I'm kind of... I'm debating whether I want to watch this or if I want to be surprised when I see the movie. You well, know what I mean? Then I feel bad I just spoiled something for you. No. You, <laughs> that, I, I, everything you said is not a big deal at all. I'm okay. Just like, it's kind of one of those things, like, I know I'm going to see it, so do I watch the trailer or not? You know, it's the, the eternal question. <laughs> we well, here you go. Are you planning on watching the trailer? <laughs> yeah. Oh, then all right, then. Oh, no. I, 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 sorry, I, I misheard you. I'm, I'm still undecided. <laughs> Tune oh. in next week to find out if Peter's watched the trailer yet. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, I am curious what you say when you finally uh, watch the trailer. So okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. All right. Well, you want to talk the list? Yeah, sounds great. All right, man. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. All right, so we will be talking the list uh, for tonight. So you guys know what that means, Ryan. If you roll the thing. Now for the top five. 
All right. So, uh, Peter, this week's uh, we are discussing um, our anticipated movies for 2020. 2019 is coming to yes. an end. Do you um, do you have anything to say about 2019 before we uh, move on? Um, 2019 was a very busy year for me, and I still feel like I just haven't had a chance to see all the movies that I wanted to. But um, I think there was the ones I did make it out to see, I enjoyed quite a bit. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? No, I just... So here's what I did. So 2019 is coming to a close, and I think of all the amazing movies we got with, like, I mean, yes, Star Wars is coming, but, you know, you really apparently liked Knives uh, Knives Out. I still want to see yeah. Ford versus Ferrari. Um, we I got, don't even know uh, what that is. Oh, you don't? Okay. Um, Ford versus Ferrari. You looks, know, I might have heard of it. There's, like, a documentary about, it's like, a, actual car companies. Well, it's a biopic about uh, Ford trying to build a car to beat Ferrari, and uh, uh, I, w- I want to say the... I don't, I want to say Daytona, um, okay. but they, uh, but it's Christian Bale and Matt Damon and, uh, the movie just looks incredible. Um, but we had, we got the Joker this year and we got Endgame this year. We got like, this was a big year for a lot of stuff. When you look at the stack of movies we got, mm-hmm. um, I Googled when I Googled the list of movies coming out in 2020, honestly, I was kind of let down. It was like, yeah. wow, we had this amazing year and now we're going to get, it was. It kind of was like difficult to make this list. What are my five movies that I'm really <laughs> looking forward to? And on the list of movies coming out for 2020, there's a lot of movies that I think are not even announced yet that we've talked about that I don't know if they're coming. I really don't know right. what to say about it. So yeah. then, so then for fun, I googled 2021, and all I gotta say is my wallet is gonna <clears throat> really hurt. Like, I don't know if anyone's going to have money to see all the movies that they want to see in 2021. It's going to be insane. Oh, really? It's, it's going to be like every week you're going to be at the movie theater. It's <laughs> nuts. Yeah. Um, so, but we'll be talking 2021 later. Uh, tonight we're talking what we're excited for in 2020. So, uh, into 2020, um, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Those are kind of like planned episodes. So it's not like one um, of us picked. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. I have two honorable mentions. I don't know if you have any. I but... do as well. Um, okay. So, yeah. All right. Uh, well, how about this? You go first. We'll go from there. Okay, cool. Uh, my first honorable mention is, and I can't believe this is this low on my list, but uh, I picked Venom 2. Um, this is one where it's supposed to be coming out this year, but I haven't heard anything about it filming. I don't really yeah. know any details about it, and I'm kind of like... I don't know if it's actually coming out this year, <laughs> sort of thing. Um, I really enjoyed the first one. I like the, uh, I guess like with the Venom movies, like I mean, I know there's only one out so far, but I like that I have no idea what to expect out of the next movie. I just kind of expect a similar vibe, but especially as far as since they said they it. were gonna rate make it rated R. Yeah, exactly. And like, I don't know who the villain is gonna be. I don't know if it's going to be the villain they teased at the end of the first one or if it's going to be somebody else and it's kind of just it's really exciting in that regard kind of just how much of a wild card this movie is for us right now yeah well my first honorable mention is mulan oh right um i i honestly i'm not a big fan of disney's live action stuff that they're doing lately uh it's kind of Mm -hmm. bugging me a little bit but the um Mulan, the trailer for Mulan just looks beautiful visually. Um, it looks like a martial arts film. It looks like a Crouching Tiger. It's like Disney's version of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon or Hero or um, Fearless or like any of those other great martial arts films. Just It just looks looks incredible. So yeah. that's the only reason it's on my list. I honestly kind of don't care, but I was like, this looks great. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. Yeah. I agree with with all that. I do think it looks really good. Um, this was uh, this is one I'm looking forward to. It just didn't make my most anticipated yep. list, but it looks like it's going to be pretty cool when it finally comes out. So, all right. So, what's your next um, one? Yeah, my next one is, and this is another one that I can't believe how low it is, but uh, I picked uh, Birds of Prey. Oh. And this is one where I'm looking forward to this movie, and I love the DCEU and I really want to know what happens with Harley Quinn next and it all looks really cool but I think like and I don't know if it's just who I follow on Twitter and stuff like that but I just feel like I'm 
I've kind of already had a birds of prey overload. Like I've just on social media, I've seen so much buzz about this movie already. And it's like, I almost feel like I've already seen the movie with just like the amount of sheer like screenshots and ads and stuff for it. I am kind of just like the hype's like already killing me. Look, I'm totally with you regardless of the fact that my butt's going to be in a seat for it. I'm totally with you on that. So yeah. And that's the only reason that I'm going to see this movie. Like I look forward to it, but the hype is killing it a little bit for me at this point, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. So what's your uh, – oh, I have one more honorable mention, um, right. and that is New Mutants. This is one that uh, I thought about, but I wasn't sure if it was actually going to happen. And that's why it's on my honorable mentions. I'm on- <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly just curious at this point. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. Like, I don't even know if this movie's actually going to release. Um, yeah. I feel like Disney's was- got Disney's got to do something with it, and now they don't know. So it's like, ah, eh, just put it out there. Like I said, I I'm think just... it was technically like originally supposed to be released like this past August or something. I right? think it was supposed to be released uh, two years ago. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, okay. I think it was slated for this August, and that was after the third pushback. So um, yeah, New Mutants has been in like. Uh, shelf hell, I guess, for quite some time. So I know the movie's done. I know it's ready to go. I'm just really curious. So they just, they just need to release it on Hulu, make it a yeah, Hulu or original. dude, just make it a straight to DVD or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. A lot of the this is one where so many of the actors in it are so like I enjoy so much. Like you've got like Jonathan from Stranger Things. You've got. Maisie Williams, you've got the girl from uh, Split in it, and it's like it seems like it's a really good cast. Cast, so I'm just kind of curious, like, what is so bad about it? <laughs> you know, like why right. can't they release it? But I don't know. Yeah, that's a good that's a good pull. Yeah. So what's your um, what's your first, first actual anticipated okay. film? Yes. Yeah, so now on to my very weird top five list. Uh, the first one I put was the Grudge remake that they're doing. Um, I, so... You know, I wonder if... Now I'm wondering if you and I are actually going to match on anything. <laughs> so... And and I want to point out once again, I think a lot of the Oscar pushes for 2020, they're not even listed yet. So this is what we know for a fact is coming. Yes, that's what... I, I mean, I looked up movies coming out this next year and there was a lot of just weird ones i don't it it was just a weird like almost i don't want to say scraping the bottom of the barrel but it was like we don't have those big end game level event movies this year that we did yeah we really don't so um but the grudge so this is where i liked okay so the original grudge movie i didn't really like the american version but later on i saw the japanese version uh juan i believe it's called yeah and uh, i actually enjoyed that one quite a bit um and the only reason i'm really like this reboot of it is on my radar is uh because sam raimi is producing it um so like i'm a pretty big sam raimi fan and he's kind of a I've read a couple of interviews where he said this new grudge reboot, they're really focusing on making it like very terrifying and stuff. So this is one where I'm kind of just really curious. Like I've seen the trailer and it kind of looks like it looks like the exact same movie that we got uh, back in like the early two thousands. It looks like it's like the the exact same thing, but I'm like really curious how they're going to like step up their, uh, scare game in this one i guess yeah that's that's about all i have to say yeah i don't i mean i saw i mean i saw the original so yeah i mean i thought it was okay it i feel like the grudge when it came out for me it was just in a long string of weird horror movies coming out like it was the uh it was like kind of like the j horror boom of the early 2000s or whatever yeah 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 so i that this one definitely was not on my radar that's kind of why i laughed when you mentioned it but, but and i was <laughs> yeah, yeah. and i was like wow I, okay this is going to be the, com- the, two the completely different anticipated really, lists the first one isn't really revered as a that good of a movie but i think it's just because of uh sam raimi's producing and kind of what i've heard him say about the movie has made me really curious about it oh so. right on that makes sense well, my first uh, one is Dune. Dune? Yeah. So I think I saw they were doing this. Um, I'm 
very curious. I don't that, know anything that, about the reboot. That is a hundred percent why I'm. It's on my list um, because <laughs> the the original Dune is still kind of it's it's kind of held in this weird like pop culture cult following pedestal. Yeah. Um, and it's not a bad movie, but it hasn't it doesn't age well. Like at the time that it came out. It clearly is not aging the way like a Star Wars is aging or an alien is aging, like the old school special effects and stuff. It just didn't, it doesn't age. They tried redoing it a couple times, like they did a, you know, with Patrick Stewart or they did the, uh, um, uh, the sci fi version. Um, and it just didn't like land the way I think they wanted it to. But because of how rich this story is and because writing has gotten better, I feel like you could nail a really good script with it. And the special effects would be better. So I just feel like this could end up being like a really decent. So it's really curiosity is why it's on my list. So, okay, nice. I literally like this is kind of a nerdy confession, but I don't know like hardly anything about Dune. Like, I think I've seen parts of the original movie. I've heard like so many praises about the book series, Um, but it's just one of those things that it seems very it's not the most accessible thing i think like I, i've not, it's never like yeah it doesn't seem like it's the series you can just pick up and kind of lightly read through or something it seems like it's kind of pretty daunting and the people i know who have read it say, say it's like the greatest thing ever i've just never gotten to that point i guess so right. um but yeah we'll see i mean it's cool they're making a new one maybe uh I mean, maybe the new one will kind of, you know, ignite a love for the series in me. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, what's your next one? What's your number four? Yeah, so my number four is uh, Morbius. So this oh. is the Morbius, the living vampire, the Spider-Man character. Who yeah. Is, it's going to be, as far as I know, in the same universe as the new Venom movies. And uh, it's starring Jared Leto and... This is another one that's supposed to come out in 2020. I don't I don't know if I've seen an official release date. I don't know if it's actually happening, but it looks yep. I think just knowing Morbius, knowing the character, knowing what the character looks like and like just enjoying vampire movies and horror movies and stuff, I'm just looking forward to this. This is another total wild card though. No, I it is. Um and this is about this i almost to be honest until i googled movies i was like wow i completely forgot about (sighs) morbius we it hasn't been it hasn't been on my radar for a little while um and like i said we don't know much because they're building a spider-verse so aside from the announcement you know yeah yeah it's um it's cool like uh it's just oh man I, i kind of lost my train of thought i think it's just like Oh, I remember. So it's it's just like well, this pick is just so funny to me because it's literally on paper. It sounds awesome. It's like, oh, they're doing a Morbius movie star Jared Leto. That sounds great. But that's like all we still know about this. So I just think it's funny. But yeah, it's one of my most anticipated. So there you go. <laughs> right. Um, well, my next one is uh, Onward. Uh, from, okay, nice. From Pixar. We actually did a match for this one. Oh, nice. Okay, very cool. Um, yeah, this... The trailer just hit in all the right places, um, and it just I it, this is a sheer curiosity one. This is I, I feel like these are all curiosity, but the trailer hit in all the right places. It made me excited to see it. It made me want to see it because of what they were trying to do with it. It's very clear that um, you have some guys who are really into fantasy and they're like, hey, you know what? This could be kind of funny. Let's do this. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just and I and Tom Holland and um, Chris Pratt. Uh, you know, working together. <laughs> um, I think that's going to be really funny to have those two guys like teaming up to do a not just a, outside of a Marvel film. It's going to be kind of funny to watch them go on an adventure together. So, oh yeah, definitely. This um, I put it on here because like, I think when I first saw the trailer, I liked it overall. I think I was like semi lukewarm, but it's one of those things where the the more I think about it, the more I look forward to this movie because. It really just looks like a total blast to watch. Like, I think it's going to be so much fun. And I think it's like, it does look like a really cool world they built in there as well. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it besides that. It's just, I, I think know. this one's going to be this a really is, fun one to see. This is a weird list for us to do because we don't know anything about a lot of these movies. And we're just like, <laughs> yeah. and we're kind of like just going, these are the ones we're excited about and trying to talk about stuff we don't really know. Yeah. So. It's, it's. 
it is it's crazy like last year the list was we knew so much about endgame and we knew so much about like other movies and it's just like kind of funny how that juxtaposed with this list like how different it is um but uh i guess since we matched that would come back to you right yes it would so that puts me on three so um i it is ghostbusters okay nice um this this definitely made my short list but uh keep going I I was really indifferent about having another like look, I we all wanted the next Ghostbusters movie to be the Ghostbusters movie we deserved and then we get um and then we see the trailer that we got and because of that trailer, I am so so excited for this movie and what we're possibly getting. Like I cannot wait. So, yeah. Yeah. This is um the new trailer looked awesome. And uh, this, like, like I said, this made my short list. I really look forward to this one. Uh, kind of re- looking at my list again, I feel like this one should have made mine. But I think seeing the trailer, I feel like a little too content at this point, where I feel like I'm a little too confident that it's going to be a good movie. <laughs> I feel like, and I feel like I kind of know what to expect out of it. And I think that's the only thing is like. I know this movie is going to be good. I know I'm going to enjoy it. I really look forward to seeing it. But some something about the mystery of some of the other like wild card movies this year kind of intrigued me more, I guess. So that's the oh. only reason it didn't make my final list. So yeah, that makes sense. Well, um, this rolls to you, man. What's your uh, number, yeah. What's your second to last pick of the night? Yes. Uh, so my next pick is Bill and Ted Face the Music. Um, uh, I this, figured this was going to make your list. It's funny because I didn't know, it w- like, I feel like typically it wouldn't, like, because I do enjoy these, mo- like, the Bill and Ted movies a lot, but I don't know if I expected it to actually make my final list, but it's another one of those things, like, looking at all the m- movies coming out this year, it just ended up making it there. Um, but this is another one where I think I'm just looking forward to the n- nostalgia trip with this one, where I don't really know much about the story i don't know what they're gonna do i'm assuming it's gonna be really off the wall crazy um keanu reeves is the kind of actor that as time goes on like you just end up like loving and loving the guy more and more (laughs) and so i look forward to seeing him in this movie and then uh i can't remember the guy the other actor's name it's uh something winter alex winter alex winter yeah it's it'll be interesting seeing him coming back because I don't know if I know him any from any other movie besides The Lost Boys and then Bill and Ted. Like I don't know if I've seen him in anything else, so it'll be kind of cool to see I guess see him in another movie again. Yeah. Um I'm overall I'm excited for this movie. It just it makes my short list. I was I'm a so-so fan when it comes to Bill and Ted. So um <laughs> right. and I say that because as a kid I liked him, but have you watched like for example, the second one, uh, not Excellent Adventure, but Bogus Journey. Have Bogus you watched Journey. it? Least... I haven't watched Bogus Journey in a while. I watched Excellent Adventure a couple of years ago, and I still enjoyed it. But uh, Bogus Journey was on the other day. Um, not the other day. It was on, like a couple months ago it was on, and I was started watching, and I was like, wow, this did not hold up at all. <laughs> so, yeah. Peter? Did I lose you? I think I lost him. All right. I did. All right, so we're back. Uh, we apparently lost the uh, internet connection. Yeah. You can't go 72 episodes without one hiccup, right? Um, <laughs> right. Uh, so where was I? Oh, yes. So Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey uh, was on. I tried watching it. It Wow, it does not hold up. And I don't know... I didn't get very far because of how well it did not hold up. And it's because the <laughs> nice. opening the opening of the movie is so 90s right. um, that it – holy cow. Like it's like – have you watched um, Saved by the Bell at all fairly recently? No. <laughs> okay. So Saved by the – I caught an episode of Saved by the Bell because it just happened to be on weird time in the morning, kind of like whatever. I'm like Saved by the Bell and I just flipped it on for a second. Holy cow. Does that show not age well? It's kind of yeah. like that. Um, Interesting. And, yeah, so it just didn't age, and that's why you know I'm I want to see this movie because of my childhood, but I'm also like, it's another movie getting remade or rebooted or sequelized. You know what I mean? So yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I was going to ask, because uh, your son's like, I feel like your son is right around the Bill and Ted sort of age. <laughs> has he seen these movies at all? He has or? not. He knows nothing of them. Um, okay. I have no, I have nothing against, I'll show him the movies. Um, yeah. I don't have, I don't know if, do you know where I could find access to the first one? Oh, I don't know if they're streaming anywhere or anything like that. I was just kind of curious if uh, he had actually watched any, because I'd be kind of curious if like, he hated them or if he thinks they're funny or whatever, so... Right. I think it's interesting to hear, like, how stuff like that ages, but like you said, it sounds like the second one doesn't age too well. So. Yeah, not at all. Um, well, this goes to my uh, number two, um, and that is Black Widow. Um, okay, nice. I've been – and it's not because I'm, like, dying for a Black Widow movie. It's because I'm still angry over Endgame, and I didn't want to lose Black Widow, so I'm totally just dying for more Black Widow right now. Yeah. Um, I've talked about this before. So, Scarlet, if you're listening, I am all on board for this movie, and I can't wait. The trailer looks great. So, mm-hmm. yeah. This is one that does look really good. It's not, um, like, Black Widow isn't necessarily one of my favorite characters from the MCU and stuff, but, I mean, it. the movie looks so solid overall, you know? It's just, like, I don't know. I don't know if I, like, maybe it's, like, I don't know if I feel this movie is going to be super consequential to, like, anything else in the MCU or what it is, but, uh... I'm looking forward to it. It's just not one of my most anticipated ones, I guess. Right. Well, she's Black Widow's kind of become like my favorite Avenger over the time, so that's I think why I'm angry yeah. about Endgame. <laughs> Love the movie, but I'm just <laughs> angry about that sequence. Yeah. Um so yeah, all right, man. Uh final picks for the night. Yes, uh my final pick is actually uh Wonder Woman 1984. Wow. All right. Did we we didn't match actually? Nope. Okay, and this wasn't even on your list, though. It was not, and um, wow. this this movie didn't make my list only because I'm excited to see it, my butt's going to be in a seat for it, um, but I think you'll understand, like, I was going to, here's the thing, I, I thought about putting it on my list, but I was like, I'm just excited to see it, but it doesn't fall into my curiosity category. Like, I, I saw that trailer, and it looks incredible, but I know I'm getting a Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. So if you look at my list, I have Dune, Curiosity. I have Onward. The movie looks great, and I'm really curious to see really what they're planning on doing with it. Ghostbusters, after that trailer, I am so excited. <laughs> yeah. Black Widow, I just want more Black Widow in general. And you'll understand when I get to my last pick. But Wonder Woman, I'm getting another Wonder Woman movie. Wonder Woman was yeah. never one of my favorite DC characters. Um, I always liked her and she fit like where she needed to and she served her purpose and I loved that first movie, but she's never, she's never been one of my favorite DC characters. So as much as I want more from the DC universe, I'm getting it. I just, I, and I'm going to go. I just, it's not, I don't look at it as an anticipation film. I'm not on the edge of my um, seat waiting for it. So yeah, she's one where, um, like I used to not like Wonder Woman at, at all. Like when I was first getting into comics and, uh, the more time goes on, the more I think she's actually really cool. Um, yeah, same said, here. Like, I, I think like most of my experience with Wonder Woman, as far as like comic books goes, most like I haven't read a lot of individual Wonder Woman comics. Like I've mostly experienced her as part of the Justice League team, so I guess that can kind of say something for you. So she's like, she's definitely not my favorite superhero, but I do think she's like, she's got some really cool aspects and stuff. Um, but, I mean, like, I really liked that first Wonder Woman movie. Um, I remember, I think before the podcast even started, I remember talking to you about it, Drew. And I was saying how the first Wonder Woman, when I was leaving the theater, I felt, like, really pumped up. And I felt like it was a similar level of uh, pumped-upness <laughs> that I had felt. Or it was very similar to the first time I saw the original Avengers film. Not the uh, Uma Thurman one, but, you know, the MCU, like the first Avengers movie. Um, I left that theater feeling so excited, and I think Wonder Woman kind of matched to that level of excitement for me. Sure. Um, And so I think that's why I'm looking forward to this one. As well as, like, that trailer, did I think it did a good job of showing a lot of really cool stuff. Like uh, like I said, I think when when the trailer came out, I mentioned, like, she's swinging... from her lasso from uh, lightning bolts. And that like looks so freaking incredible. And uh, I think it did a good job of like showing a lot of cool action pieces, but not necessarily um, 
showing too much of the story where I feel like the story is still a question to me, at least I do. There is a couple things that I'm kind of predicting are going to happen. Um, but it's still something where I'm really excited for this one. Um, the only thing that I'm not that excited for is, um, I guess, uh, uh, Patty Jenkins has said in interviews that she kind of made a conscious effort to keep Wonder Woman from using her sword as much in this next movie because she felt like swords are a very aggressive sort of weapon. And uh, I guess it wasn't the way she wanted to portray Wonder Woman. But for me, like Wonder Woman with the sword and the shield as well as the lasso, like I think that's such a cool like sort of fighting style she has and that's kind of i love like wonder woman with a sword i guess so i was a little bit disappointed to hear about that but overall i'm still really excited for this movie yeah no i totally hear you on that one um so um i'm like i said i'm excited it just you'll understand when i tell you what my next pick is do you want me to roll into it (laughs) yeah i feel like now that i think about it i think i know what your next pick is gonna be but keep going uh so it's top gun Yes, that's what yeah. I. That's what I was. Top thinking. Gun Maverick. Sorry, that's this is this uh, comes back to my childhood and destroying multiple VHS tapes because I watched they overwatched <laughs> that movie. Um, it was all about the jets for me and like, it, it, Top Gun comes from a deep rooted love uh, from the original back when I was a kid and it was all about flying airplanes and you know living life at the seat of your pants and you know it's just you know going Mach two with your hair on fire if you will straight from the film. Um, and this movie, like when you look first off, we should have gotten a sequel decades ago. Um, and it's fine that it was kind of a one and done. The idea of not having a sequel for so long made that first movie special, but knowing that Tom Cruise always wanted to make a sequel and couldn't, and now he can, and knowing what movies are today in terms of filmmaking quality and storytelling, and then seeing those trailers, I can't wait. Like, I, I absolutely just can't wait. So I hope it delivers. I want it to be good. We go, I go into every movie wanting it to be good, in theory. Yeah. You know what I mean? I never go in. I'm like, this is going to be a POS. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, Top Gun. This just, it's because of my childhood. If this, you know, if this movie wasn't on the list, if this movie wasn't coming out this year, Wonder Woman probably would have made my list. Yeah. So. I was just surprised it didn't, it didn't fall on your list anywhere but um no top gun like i think this movie looks awesome um it did make my short list i think um i don't know that i have a love for the like i do enjoy the first movie a lot i don't think my love for it is anywhere near the amount that you have but um yeah this one looks really awesome and just like kind of watching tom cruise through his career and how he wants like all the stunts to be super authentic in his movies and stuff it just makes it that much more exciting yeah know, the, so. the, the i want is everything to be as real as possible without using computers that mm-hmm. that makes me want to see it more because in the original movie they used real jets and that's him in the cockpit so when i see this trailer right now until someone tells me differently that's him in the cockpit you know like how, <laughs> right what'd on, they yeah. do you know like how they how they pull this off so i'm real excited um and this, and from one, from me being a child, but me also being the film student, wanting to see how they really got this put together. So, mm-hmm. and it makes me want to go watch Mission Impossible now because of how amazing those stunts were. So, <laughs> right, on, yeah. <clears throat> well, that kind of brings us to the end of the list. Um, we um, next week. Uh, because we're doing anticipated movies uh, from 2020, uh, the way we're going to do this is next week we're actually taking the week off um, for the holiday. Uh, so it just kind of falls in, and we need a we can we always need a break every now and then. So we're taking a week off uh, for the holidays. So everyone enjoy your Christmas, enjoy your New Year's. Um, one week while we're gone, you guys are going to get a bonus episode. So just for the sake of having our not giving our listeners a break, we wanted to give you something. So we're taking a week off. So you're going to get a bonus. Uh, you'll find out what that is next week. We'll leave that as a surprise. Um, however, when we come back from our break, uh, the list we're going to do, Peter, is anticipated television for 2019. Yes. Um, uh, how do I want to word this? Uh, Game of Thrones is done. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. what are we going to talk about? What TV are we excited about? Um, there's a couple things that I know of off the top of my head that I'm kind of excited to see because it's either the next season of something I didn't think I was getting or it's you know something brand new. So we're going to be talking television next week. 
Yes. Um, so yeah. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, uh, take a look at our website, please. Uh, Top5Report.com. There you'll find links to all of our social media, Twitter and Facebook, along with a link to our uh, email where you can interact with the show, Top5Report at gmail.com. We are on Stitcher, Google Play, um, iTunes. Uh, you can subscribe to us, and you won't miss a single episode. You will also, um, uh, you can also uh, leave us a review there. We love the five stars, but we understand criticism because it helps us get better, and it makes the words we say sound important. Um, you can follow me personally on Twitter and Facebook. Um, at sorry, not Twitter and Facebook. Twitter and Instagram. I'm not on Facebook. Twitter, <laughs> Twitter and Instagram at Drew three nine two seven. Uh, Peter? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Ninja Pierre, and that's where I will be revealing that the next live-action Looney Tunes team-up trilogy is well underway. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm down to find out what characters they chose for their team. Um, Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, I think, and uh, Mr. Uh, Mixia's Piddleic, I think, are definitely going to make an appearance. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's really crossing the board, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. it's a pretty big crossover event. It's going to be awesome. Crazy. All right. Well, for the Top 5 Report, I'm Drew. I'm Peter. And welcome to 2020, everyone. Have a good night. <laughs>